This is hand-to-hand, -hand, throat throat-to-throat combat training. Get out of the door. Watch, These watch, civilians watch. are ready watch, for watch, war watch, watch, over watch. blood and treasure. And the treasure is South Africa. Her topography like few places on Earth. Her tensions part of a rising tide covered around the world. I thought the whole point of the new South Africa that rejected racial discrimination. This is the start of a genocide as far as I'm concerned. Here the battle lines are starkly black and white. Now we're going out on one of the night patrols. This would go three, four, five hours. Most of us have been in some form of attack. These are secret soldiers of sorts. Out on patrol, white South Africans are afraid, claiming they are under attack by the black majority and those who run this government. The government is not protecting us, and we need to take a stance. We have no other choice. And the way they see it, this de facto war has already taken lives. No one knows that better than fellow farmer Bernadette Hall. I saw five black men approaching the dairy area. Her husband David was murdered when bandits robbed their farm. I turned around to David and I said to him that they're coming and they've got guns. The couple fought back. David tackled to the ground. Bernadette shoved in a shed where she found her cell phone. I couldn't make a connection. Next minute I pulled the door open and um, I saw David on his, his knees. I could see he was, he couldn't fight anymore. And the next minute, the, just shot him. They executed him? Yes. He was on his knees? He was on his knees in front of them. He just pointed the gun and he pulled the trigger. Broken but unbound, Bernadette has kept farming. She feels she has her own stake in this fight the very land where her husband's blood was shed. Farming was in our bones, it was in our blood. This is our passion, this is our, this was our life. Bernadette is Afrikaner, descended from the Dutch, the British who colonized South Africa. You love this country? Yes. This is your home? This is my home. On the other side of the country is Gary Coetzee. Before anyone else called it home, his people had been in South Africa for centuries. The beautifulest places on earth. Yes, I'm in the Garden of Eden, yes. I love my land. That's it. He's part of the Khoisan tribe, the indigenous tribes of South Africa that were here long before anyone else. Our DNA is connected to this uh, land. This land uh, is ancestral land. It's our land. If you take it from us, we, we will all die. Two South Africans, two very different claims to the land. Their divide stems from a controversial government proposal. It's called land expropriation without compensation. The government seizing land without paying the current owner for it and then giving that land to someone else. If they want to come and take this land, we're not going to stand back. You will fight? I will fight for this land, yes. That sounds like civil war to me. Don't you think we are? almost on silver wool. You can never whip these birds. You've got to keep the white and the black separate. In America, our racial divisions lie under the specter of slavery and Jim Crow. In South Africa, its fog-capped mountains and unmatched sunsets, it's the ghost of another fresher horror, apartheid. 
which ended just over 20 years ago. It's a country that's long solved its problems with violence. But with the inauguration of Nelson Mandela came new hope, the man with the audacity to become president. Let us stretch out our hands to those who have beaten us and to say to them, we are all South Africans. Now that Mandela is gone, his beloved African National Congress tarnished by corruption. The winds of discontent that whisk around the world have reached this rainbow nation. The divide between black and white deeply again. Land was forcefully taken from the African indigenous people. We should be ready to confront the enemy and fight for our country. As Bernadette Hall sees it, she was victimized once by killers and thieves, now by her government. Well, that wouldn't be fair. I mean, I legally bought this farm. I worked to be able to do that. Now you come in, you take this farm, and I've got to disappear. Where have I got to go to? She will not go quietly. Her gun is with her at all times. Her horrors still fresh. Unfortunately, that is something that you, you relive every time you talk about it. You smell the people, you taste the blood. Now she says she and other white South Africans are reaping the consequences her ancestors sowed. There is an absolute hate for white South Africans because uh, we are seen as the people going ahead and leaving them behind. Many experts say fears of white genocide are unfounded, and farm murders are actually at a 20-year low. Black and white farmers are targeted because they live in remote areas, have access to cash and weapons. But despite those facts, cases like theirs have attracted a familiar group of people to the cause, the so-called alt-right. Massive injustice happening to these people. No, it doesn't get press coverage. It is not talked about at all. Saying whites are being targeted for their race, a common talking point of white nationalists and neo-Nazis. But on August 22nd, these groups seem to get a big endorsement. Their language echoed by President Trump, who tweeted about the issue highlighting the claim that the government is now seizing land from white farmers. The president's language flying in the face of facts. The narrative that has been peddled internationally which is alarmist is that there is a genocide against white people in South Africa. And that is probably the most egregious statement because there's no data to support that whatsoever. A 1913 law stripped most black people of their right to own property. This practice continued throughout apartheid, leaving most people of color trapped in a vicious cycle of poverty and violence. Black people in South Africa, we come last on everything. Zanelli Lewana, vice president of the militant group Blacks First, Land First, says that land expropriation is about much more than farming. It's a struggle for equality. So really, land expropriation without compensation is a call for justice. I suppose the basic point is that 20 years after apartheid, most farming land is still in the hands of white people. Here's the breakdown. People of color make up over 90% of the population but only own less than 30% of the private land in the country and actually are the ones who encounter more violence. The young black males are far more likely to be victims of murder than any other population group in South Africa. 
Back in 2016, two white farmers tried to seal a 20-year-old black man into a coffin and threatened to burn him alive. In relation to confort kidnapping, I hereby find you both guilty. The white farmers were convicted of kidnapping and attempted murder and will spend more than a decade in prison. The story sparked headlines, protest, and renewed anger. This is our land. We, we will stand and we'll divert. If it comes to that, we must divert. This sweeping vista overlooks his land. But Kuetsi says, despite having the title deed, the local government won't let him farm or mine here. Uh, this is the title deed, right? This is my name and my ID number. According to them, they say, you're not the owner. You, you see, it's just so unfair. I, I feel that I like um, I'm in prison. The town municipality disputes the validity of this deed. At a time when the national conversation is focused on what could be taken from white farmers, Kowetsi says not enough attention is on what black farmers and workers still don't have. Well, expropriation without compensation, I'm supporting that. We are black. We were oppressed and segregated, massacred on the basis that we are black and not white. It can't be that 24 years into democracy, to be poor means to be black and to be rich means to be white. It means there's something wrong. The ANC, the ruling party, says it's trying to right those wrongs. Critics claim it's more of a desperate measure to stay in power. They've been debating this since the end of apartheid. Until there's a resolution, Bernadette will start her morning as she does every day. Rise early, work long, and hold on to her faith as if it were her husband's hand. You've got to find the beautiful in the morning. It's, it's... Yeah. How, how do you lift your head up without something to strive for? Beautiful is a word that surrounds you when you're in South Africa. But here, blood and treasure isn't simply something, it's everything. A reason to live or die. They say we mustn't uh, talk about history, but you see, everything that you, 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 that you touch is about history. They take our language away, they took our culture and traditions away. They took a lot of things away. There must be a day where it say, today it's like Judgment Day. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.